G'day and welcome to Sauropod. I'm Glenn Paul. Warming is the one thing scientists know with most certainty will occur under climate change in the tropics. But what has been less understood is that rising temperatures have a corresponding increase in the release of carbon dioxide from tropical forest and ocean ecosystems. New research has revealed that unlike other parts of the planet, changes in temperature over the tropics act in concert on both photosynthesis, which is absorption of carbon dioxide, and respiration, which is the release of carbon dioxide, the two important mechanisms that naturally regulate year-to-year changes in atmospheric carbon dioxide concentrations. The study, which appears in the journal Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences, was co-authored by CSIRO's Dr Pep Canadell, who joins me on the phone. Pep, does this mean tropical rainforests are set now to be put into a cycle of releasing more carbon dioxide as the planet warms? This is the intent of the research. The intent of the research was to study this interannual variability of temperature going up and temperature going down due to normal climate anomalies like when we have El Nino years, we have a warmer planet. And when we have big volcano eruptions, we have cooler years. And so what we try to do is to study what we can learn from studying those transitions from cooler to warmer that would then help us to understand the future of a warmer planet. And so the answer is that, yes, we'll actually find less carbon uptake coming from tropical forests in warmer temperatures than currently. Who was involved in the study and how was it undertaken? The study is a NASA-led study by Dr. Willie Wang at the NASA Ames Center in California. A number of international collaborators from other parts of the US, Europe and Australia. So the idea was to bring together these large data sets that exist on atmospheric suit concentration globally and a number of products from NASA on temperatures and precipitation try to correlate these variables to really understand how much the tropical forests are actually driving those CO2 atmospheric concentration changes year to year. It's great to hear that NASA and SARO have been working together on this. The data itself, is that reflective of information that's been collected over a period of time? The data has been put together by several global networks. We have NOAA taking measurements and collecting measurements from all over the world on CO2 concentrations. We have large global data sets also from NASA that look into the long-term record of temperature and precipitation. We have also the infrastructure to run multiple biospheric models to actually help us to understand and attribute the various changes we see in terms of photosynthesis and respiration, which determines how much carbon gets uptaken by tropical forests. And so this was, you know, all put together to try to bring this new picture of how we think that information coming from the year-to-year variability can inform us in the long-term response of tropical forests as the globe warms. And you mentioned volcanic eruptions. So you're able to use the normal impacts of those along with El Nino years as a means of replicating the effects of climate change on the tropics for the purposes of the study? Yes, so really the objective of the study was to try to look at the big departures of temperature and precipitation that occur naturally due to a number of climate modes or system phenomena. The two most important for us was that when we have El Nino years, we have a warmer planet, and when we have 
big volcanic eruptions like El Chichon in the 80s and Pinatubo in the 90s because the large injection of aerosols in the troposphere and even into the lower stratosphere, the whole planet cools off. So by looking at the record of the last 50 years of CO2 concentrations going up and down annually because all these phenomena, then we were able to try to do the correlations between temperature and precipitation at the same time to run the models to unreveal what was happening. And what we saw is that temperatures over the tropics are really controlling to a large extent the global CO2 ups and downs that we see annually happening because of the climate variability. And that's really revealing in the sense that these are just a small anomalies. One-year anomaly may last a little more than one year. But when this anomaly disappears, the Earth system recovers quite well, which is incredible, and it shows how resilient the Earth is to these perturbations. The key question is that what happens when we apply a sustained perturbation like the one on climate change due to anthropogenic emissions as we have now. And the answer is that most likely we're going to see a similar type of response from the ones we see year to year. That is a big decline of the capacity of the tropical forest to actually remove atmospheric CO2. Mm, A bit to think about there. And the report is available in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences. Is that available online? Uh, Yes, yes. You you can actually just find it at www.pnas.org. Great. Thanks, Pep. I appreciate your time today. Okay, thank you so much. Dr Pep Canadell. And to find out more about the study or to find us on other social media, just visit www.csiro.au.